live. Good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. Miami Grand Prix is coming up for the Formula One. Well, it's been a very interesting year so far, hasn't it? It really has. Now, okay, I'm going to say one thing. Some of the racing hasn't been great yet. Now, it's a bloody long, long way to go. So I think, you know what? Things are going to things are gonna mix up. And even more exciting, just after Baku now, Leclerc is back in the game, baby. Oh, yeah, Leclerc. Love to see him up there. I really rate him. He's great qualifier, great racer, and a nice guy, too. You know, it's, it's sometimes nice to just see a, just a genuine, down-to-earth, nice guy. And uh, I think they've been putting a lot of their their influence and a lot of their their support really into Carla Science up to now. And because it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense why Leclerc is all of a sudden nowhere. Do you know what I mean? So I think this is good. This is good. And hopefully now it's gonna stay where it is. Great to see Leclerc up there in Baku, so fingers crossed. Fingers crossed for Miami this weekend. And it's a great, I think it's a really good track, Miami. Now, in terms of a racing driver's track, it's not the best. All right, but it's, I think it's more of a scenic circuit. You know, great atmosphere there in Miami. The heat is wonderful. The weather, amazing. Uh, you got all the movie stars. So I think it just in general, as a track to visit, fantastic. Um, and let's have a look there now. We're going to just check out the, the results from last year. I'm just going to double check them there now, guys. See, I think this weekend is going to be very, very interesting and exciting. Because, okay, Verstappen took the win last year. Now, Leclerc came in second, only 3.7 seconds behind. And if you remember, guys, last year, there was, you know, there was a bit of, um, I wouldn't say contact. There wasn't contact, but... Uh, you know, there was definitely potential for a huge race, and Miami has got a lot of straights as well, so and long straights, which is great, and I think Leclerc's going to take advantage of that now. But we'll get back into that in a minute. So you had Verstappen taking the lead the last time, followed by Leclerc and Science in third, followed by Perez in fourth. So you had the two Red Bulls and the two Ferraris up there. So I think it's going to be pretty much the same this time. Um, in other words, let's look at the track now. For instance, the track, you've got 20 corners. You've got the first couple of bends, they're tight. They're like hair, very hairpenny chicane type corners. And then you come out of turn eight and you've got a one hell of a long straight. <laughs> now, corners nine and ten, they're technically corners, but they're not. All right, um, so it's one big long straight from turn eight, coming out of turn eight, all the way down to 11. And that's really gonna test the cars as well with the aerodynamics. Now, it's a good track to it to try and find a great balance because you do have hairpins followed by chicanes, um, braking lock, slamming on the brakes higher down from eighth down to second gear. So you've gotta have a really good balance on the car. I think Alonso might do well this weekend because the balance of the car will be very, very important this weekend. Uh, I think 
what we're going to see this weekend is something very interesting in terms of technical setup. Because let's just look at the last weekend. Leclerc pretty much kind of came out of nowhere, right? He hasn't been at the races up to now. And all of a sudden, he's there. Now, if we look at the technical specs now, you see, it was all about sorting out the RADs with the aerodynamic package, right? And especially at Jeddah, the rear wing choices will have accounted for a lot of the changes. And you really need to get that balance with the aero. Now, that's what they were looking at. Um, at Ferrari had very few developments and additions on the car, will we say, with developments at Baku just last weekend. Now, they did have an aerodynamic sheath around the rear upper forward wishbone. Now, I don't want to get too technical, guys, all right? Um, I don't, hopefully I'm not boring you with that. But they had it on the, the rear upper forward wishbone, which aligns the airflow to the aerodynamic surface behind the brake ducts and the diffuser wall, right? Now, the only change since Melbourne was the Baku-specific low downforce rear wing. Now, this is according to Formula1.com, which is, by the way, guys, it's a great website to, to keep an eye on up, up in the, the up-and-coming news as well if you want to get the technical specs as well. And if we look at the, uh, the top speed, because this is where they're going to really need to find a balance this weekend. Do they sacrifice the downforce for better mechanical grip in the corners? Or do they sacrifice mechanical grip to get down that hell of a long straight in Miami? That's going to be a big, big gamble for some. I think for Alonso, it's going to be a big one. For Verstappen, I don't think so. Verstappen and Perez, I think they're going to have no problems with setup this weekend. I think they've got a, just a great overall balance in general. Ferrari, well, you never know what they're going to pull out of the bag this weekend. Uh, I mean, if we look at... The Jetta, when we were at the Jetta. Now, 80% of Jetta's track is thr is throttle. Believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen. They are on the throttle 80% of the time in Jetta, which is which is amazing. It just shows you how quick that, that track is, right? Now, if we look at Jetta, because you need a very, very quick engine down that straight, or in the two straights really at Jetta, now, the Red Bull was topping out at 338 kilometers versus Ferrari at 332. Now, you could argue, did they sacrifice the mechanical grip? Did they go for, for engine speed down the straights? Probably. Now, if you look at Baku, Red Bull were 338 in Jeddah, but at Baku they were at 342. Now, that's a four kilometer difference. Now, I personally think they, they set up the the car for more speed down the straight at Baku. All right, it would make sense. Versus Ferrari was at 333. So in Baku, there was a nine kilometer difference between Red Bull and Ferrari, but still Leclerc was right up there. So it just goes to show you that they needed more grip at Baku. Now, Miami is going to be an interesting one, I think. Uh... It's not going to be like Baku and Jeddah. You're going to need more grip. But that long straight, guys, down the back between eight to turn 8 to turn 11, I mean, that's really... that's It's going to be 
I'm just wondering, it could make or break some of the race for a lot of people because all you got to do is start slowing people up in the corners then. So let's say Verstappen takes less grip, he wants to get down the straight quicker. And let's say Leclerc is in the lead. Now Leclerc's got more grip. Now the problem is Leclerc could take pull out a bit of a lead, yes, but all of a sudden with DRS enabled as well, all Verstappen's got to do is stay within a second of Leclerc. He's got DRS going down that long straight, and then guess what happens? Boom, he overtakes him. And all he needs to do that is, is in within the first couple of laps. Now, if Leclerc manages to, to pull out a lead, again, assuming for, if it's this example now, guys, work with me here, okay? If it is that, all Leclerc's got to do, or whoever's in the lead, is just hold the guy back for a few laps and maybe five or six laps into the race, then start spreading out the lead, gain an advantage. So if you're going to sacrifice engine speed or grip for engine speed, you're going to have to make a move and pull a move on the leader within the first two or three laps because you don't want the leader to piss off into the distance. That's going to be a problem. So it's about getting the guy in front quick and hard, fast as you can. Because if you do have a slower car, but you are really quick down the straight, well, you'll be able to just hold up the guy in the back anyway, right? Because it is fairly tight anyway around the rest of the track in Miami. And then the fact that you've got engine speed, a lot quicker engine speed, you'll be able to pull out a little bit of a gap on that big straight and therefore be able to manage to keep the car behind. Now, again, we're talking now, depending on your grip levels, but... I think that pretty much most of the teams are going to go with you know, a very, very similar type of setup on the car. Now, of course, you know, different degrees, difference in aerodynamics and things like that. But, you know, their basic package would be roughly, will be, will be pretty much the same. So I think it's going to be very, very interesting. And if I'm Leclerc this weekend, if I have any chance of winning and trying to get back in the championship, I'm gonna go with that strategy this weekend. I'm gonna go with big engine speed, get it on pole as quick as I can, or get it off pole. Even if I'm off pole, that's okay. Get a blinding start. I've got three or four laps to gain the advantage. Even if I'm in second when the race starts, I've got three or four laps to gain, in, gain a position into the lead pull out a little bit of a gap on the straights and that will be enough to keep me around the track in those tighter corners. That's my strategy this weekend. And then probably do a one-stop, get on the hard tires, or if I can do on the medium, well, no, not the medium, stay on the hard tires and just go. Just stay out on the track as much as I can and stay out of trouble. That's probably the best strategy. So, okay, anyway. Who's going to win? What's going to happen? Oh, let's close this off, guys. And let's see. I think this is going to be interesting. I would think if I've got to put my money on it, I'm going to go with... Oh, you know, Perez has come out of nowhere, hasn't he? I'm going to go with Verstappen to take the lead and the win. In fact, let's go back to qualifying... You know, I'm going to throw a dark horse in here. Because at the moment, Leclerc is a dark horse. I'm going to go with Leclerc taking pole. 
Verstappen off pole. Perez in third, Science in fourth. And Verstappen to win the race outright. I wouldn't be surprised if Perez takes the lead, to be honest with you. Um, as well, because he, he's flying at the moment. They're giving him the equipment. They're giving him the attention. And I think it's going to come down to the championship uh, between Verstappen and Perez. And it really, it could go down to the last race, which would be uh, awesome to watch, of course. It'd be awesome to watch. However, if I had to put my money on it, if I really had to put my money on it, I don't think they're going to do it. I think they're going to give Verstappen the championship as long as they keep in the, the front of the, the field here. I think they'll slow Perez down eventually and they'll make sure Verstappen takes the championship, secures it, job done, and then they'll give Perez a few races. Now, having said that, you never, never know. Um, so I think, guys, yeah, I think we'll um, we'll leave it there. So Verstappen for the win. We'll go... Oh, guys, this is a hard one. You know what? It actually is because Perez is doing so well. Okay, I'll do it. I'll go for Stappen for the win. Leclerc in second. And Perez in third. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I've had some good predictions so far this year, but, well, not for the last couple of weeks anyway. <laughs> I didn't have for Baku, so, hey, what can you do? But, okay. Verstappen take the win. Leclerc in second. Carlos Sainz. No, no, no. He just popped into my head. Perez. It's got to be Perez. It's got to be Perez. All right. Verstappen winning. Leclerc second. Perez third. Boom. So, guys, by the way, if you haven't seen Drive to Survive yet, get on it. Uh, you got to do it, ladies and gentlemen. It's on Netflix. There's four seasons, I think. It's amazing. And even if it's a little bit slow... Just give it a little bit of time. Give it about two or three races, and all of a sudden, boom, you'll be hooked. Hooked. Talk to you later, guys, and I'll be back, by the way, on Sunday night. Uh, I'm sorry, so, uh, Monday morning. And I'll have my reaction from Miami. So you'll be able to hear what happened, uh, and we'll go through the highlights of the race. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk about the the whole race roundup and the qualifying and we'll be looking forward to the next round so guys i'll be talking to you or you'll hear back from me on monday and thanks for listening talk to you later